The blood of Jesus, God's Son, purifies us from all sin. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, the first Sunday in the Lenten season. We're looking at Genesis chapter 2, verses 7 to 9 and 15 to 17, and then also chapter 3, verses 1 to 7, where we hear about God's perfect creation, and then about tragically the fall into sin. Moses writes, The Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. And the Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. In the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say, You must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, You must not eat fruit from the tree that's in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not surely die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. My dear fellow sinners for whom Christ lived and died, our Old Testament reading that we just heard, it kept on referring, especially in the beginning, to all of the good things that our God, our Lord God, did for us in creation, and also, really, it's telling us about all of the good things that God does for us, and he, he really does so many amazing and good things for us. But, our reading starts by talking about the good things in creation and then it continues on by talking about the fall into sin. How Adam and Eve ate the fruit of the tree, rebelled against God, and because of that ended up wrecking everything that God had so perfectly done in the creation. If our reading for today were just that Old Testament reading, we really wouldn't get a whole lot of comfort because how does it end with Adam and Eve falling? 
with them seeing their sin and their nakedness and knowing that they were dirty before God. Well, that's the Old Testament reading. Thankfully, we have a gospel reading for this past Sunday, which also tells us of Jesus, the God-man, the one man, the God-man, who did stand up to Satan in his temptation and never fell. The God-man who defeated the devil and won eternal salvation for us. And, and it's that Christ, that Christ who will help us to stand up against temptation. Well, for 40 days, what happened is that right after Jesus was baptized, after he was installed into his office as the promised Savior, what happened is that for 40 days, Jesus was tempted by Satan out in the wilderness, but Jesus never fell. Using the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, he fought against Satan and, his, and he won. Throughout the course of his life, Jesus never fell to Satan. And he went all the way to the cross to pay for our sins and to defeat Satan for us and he succeeded. He succeeded. This same Jesus who never fell to temptation and who conquered Satan, well, he promises to always be with us. Oh, think how blessed we are because he promises to always be with us. With him and his word, we don't have to fear any of the temptations or attacks that Satan would hurl our way because Christ will help us to stand against any temptation Satan will ever use against us. Well, Jesus will give us the help that we need and what we dare not do is kind of like what Adam and Eve did, is they thought that they could handle things on their own and they couldn't. It's only with the Lord's help, with his strength, that we can stand up against Satan. He'll pull us through. Now let's look a little bit at our epistle reading for this past Sunday. Paul said, just as the result of one trespass was condemnation for all men, so also the result of one act of righteousness, and that's referring to Jesus' sinless life, his death and his resurrection, through that one act of righteousness was justification that brings life for all men. Oh, what we could say is that Adam and Eve, and for that matter, all of us have done a pretty good job of of wrecking God's perfect creation. But when God sent his son into the world to be our savior, what he did is an even better job of righting our wrongs, of fixing the problem, not only of Adam's sin that condemns us all, but of all sin. Jesus took care of all sin. He paid for the sins of the world. And through faith in him, what we can anticipate is that wonderful day when 
there will be a return to the way things were before the fall into sin, when there was no sin in the world. Oh, on Sunday, we sang the hymn, I walk in danger all the way, and we do live in a sinful world, and because we live in the sinful world, we are really in a very precarious situation. So what should we do? Well, there was a spiritually troubled young man who one time asked his minister, what must I do to find peace? The minister replied, young man, you're too late. And the young man then said, you mean I'm too late to be saved? And the pastor said then, no, you're too late to do anything. Jesus did everything that needed to be done 20 centuries ago. Oh, and now what comfort a statement like that can give us because we walk in danger all the way, as that hymn had said. Satan, the unbelieving world, and our own sinful flesh, they're always going to be trying to do everything that they can to try to get us to fall. But we have a Savior. We have a Savior. And Christ, that Savior, will help us to stand against temptation, against any temptation that Satan would hurl our way. So instead of living in fear and trepidation, what we can do is look to Christ and to his word more and more because he'll help us to stand victorious against anything Satan, the unbelieving world, and our sinful flesh would ever send our way to try to lead us away from our God, to lead us into false belief, into despair, or into greater sins. What Jesus means for us is that we can stand and never fall. Not because of us, but because of Jesus. He makes us safe and secure now and forever. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you for your amazing love for us. Fill us with your love so we want to fight against Satan and sin and instead want to love you and one another. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.